Quarantine Podcast. Here we'll be listening to the perspectives of 14 strangers from seven countries who found themselves unexpectedly quarantined together in a small town in Cambodia. We'll share their experience together and explore how a global catastrophe can turn a motley crew of travelers into a family. I'm Nathan Tim, and once again, welcome. 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 to the first episode of the Campot Quarantine Podcast. Yeah, that Love sounds pretty name. good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it just kind of came off the fly. Thank you, Francesca. <laughs> You're welcome. Happy to be here. Yeah. We're here with Francesca. She is a podcast producer um, and astrologer. And uh, what else would you consider yourself? Um, I guess you could apply the term digital nomad to me. Um, I'm a, I work remotely, so my job is location independent, and I travel around Southeast Asia slash the world. Okay, cool, perfect. So, uh, what brought you to Cambodia? What, what, what started your travels first, and then what brought you to Cambodia? What started my travels was, uh, like we go kind of a little further back um, to my last year of university. I studied abroad in India, and it was sort of a... I mean, you know, intellectually, like the world is a really big place. But when I when I had that experience of like living in India, I was like, wow, the world is so big and there's so much for me to discover. And I just couldn't like I had to travel more. So that's what got me to start traveling and got me to build this remote working lifestyle. The reason I'm specifically in Cambodia is because I was traveling in Vietnam in February. I didn't really have any solid plans of what to do. And I was reading this book about ancient archaeology, and I was reading about Angkor Wat, and I was like, wow, Angkor Wat is just a few hundred miles away. So I decided to, I traveled through the rest of South Vietnam, and then I just made my way to what Cambodia. Was, what was it about Angkor Wat that you, so, I mean, everybody wants to see Angkor Wat, of course, but what was your specific reasoning? Yeah, so the the reason I wanted to go to Angkor Wat now was because I was reading that it lines up with the spring equinox. So on the sunrise, on the day of the spring equinox, there's one, like the main temple, the, the doorway lines up with the sunrise. So I specifically wanted to see that, and I, I'm an astrologer, as Nathan said at the beginning, so I'm really fascinated with architecture built by ancient civilizations that winds up with nature and understanding more about why those exist and seeing them. So I was kind of on a mission to see as many of those as possible too, which is why I was reading that book. Okay. So what exactly does astrology mean like to you specifically? Like what, what would be like your definition and your reason for giving a shit about astrology basically? <laughs> Why do you care so much about astrology, and why why should anybody? Just explain yeah, yeah. it to me in your terms. Yeah. Totally, astrology is the study of cycles. So you know, it's as simple as like the solar cycle. We have a, one solar cycle every year, and it, all of the seasons are encompassed by that. And then there's the lunar cycles, and then there's 
there's literally thousands of other cycles you can study within astrology. And that is the practice of astrology, is studying cycles. And the reason I think astrology is so important to the modern world is because nature moves in cycles. And we have built a society that has sort of disconnected humans from nature. I mean, it's impossible to truly disconnect us from nature because we are nature, but we've like built this illusion and we're destroying the planet that we came from because we have forgotten how to live in alignment with it. So, and I don't like, I think I'm very careful when I talk about astrology because I don't want to try to like convert everyone to astrology. I think that not everybody is meant to study it. Not everybody's meant to connect with it, but I think it is one of the many ways that we can take one of the many paths back to ourselves. Um, and that's why I give a shit about astrology. Okay, cool. Yeah. Right on. Good answer. Thank you. Um, okay, so what's your travel experience been like during this particular global pandemic that we're all experiencing at the moment? Well, at the moment, it's non-existent. But it, it was interesting for me because I... So we started hearing about the coronavirus in January, and I had booked a flight to Vietnam. I was home visiting my family in the United States for Christmas. And I had booked this flight back to Vietnam and I was hearing about this coronavirus and everybody was like worried about it. And I'm like, I'm just, I, I paid for the ticket. I'm gonna go to Vietnam. But then um, as the months kind of unfolded, I was traveling through Vietnam and I was really unaffected by the whole situation. I, I was like, it felt like the whole world was freaking out about something that wasn't even that big of a deal because there aren't a whole lot of reported cases in Southeast Asia, so it kind of took us a while to get to the point where lockdowns were happening here. They were happening in Europe and the U.S. maybe a week or so before it happened here. And the really, like, the reality check for me was when I first arrived in Cambodia, I found out, like, a day later that Vietnam had closed its borders, and that was, like, the moment where I was like, okay, this is kind of getting real now, it's affecting me now. And then... A week later, I found myself quarantined here in Kampot with all of these lovely people. Um, and my travel experience has basically been non-existent since then. And I've been, I'm kind of sitting here wondering when it's going to be possible for me to return to traveling again. Yeah, yeah, so. kind of all of us are feeling that right now. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, Francesca also has been the inspiration for this podcast. Uh, she's been teaching me podcasting. Um, uh, and she's been teaching all of us here about astrology. Uh, I can't help it. And so what, what exactly, let's go back a little bit to astrology. What, uh, what is it that you do with astrology? So I, basically what I do is I, I study astrology and I, I read people's charts. Like that's what I do as a working astrologer. Um, but one of the things that I really, actually the main thing that I really love about astrology is that I will never be finished learning about it. Like I said, there are thousands of different things you could study. You could study the Mercury cycles, you can study the Neptune-Pluto cycles, you can study the astrological ages. Like, you, it's, it is a true wormhole and you never run out of things to go into. So what I do on a day-to-day -day basis with astrology is I investigate different things. And I like to, I'm a big history nerd too, so I also like to study what is happening historically along with the planetary cycles and, and astrological moments that I study. And I often condense what I've learned into podcast episodes on my own podcast. Um, and then I also read people's birth charts to give them more insight into the imprint of their soul, the blueprint of their soul. And you do uh, tarot as well? 
Yes. Yeah. And is tarot connected with astrology specifically or slightly? It is. It is um, that the tarot was built. Um, I think it's there's a lot of different theories of what the tarot is actually based on. The The actual origins of the tarot are unknown. The very first tarot deck was, um, I think it was from the 1500s and it was from France. But every single tarot card is lined up with either a zodiac sign or a planet. It you basically it moves in cycles just like astrology does. Like when you get a tarot reading, what the reading is actually telling you is where are you right now in the big cycle of life and spiritual growth. You've been here in Cambodia for what about two months now? Yeah, pretty a little over two months now. You do podcasting. We've all been doing uh, astrology and a lot of esoteric things of our own. Yeah, you do tarot and astrology. We have Alba, who also does uh, astrology. We'll meet her uh, in, a, in a future episode. I do Taoist things. You've actually even influenced me to uh, research more into my own Taoist. Uh, what's the what's the term? Divination. I'm divination. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The I Ching, oracle divination. And I found a lot of uh, interesting mixes between that and, or connections i guess between that and astrology and different things like this so yeah it's like you said it's a wormhole that you just keep going down further and further and further and it's but man it's a fun wormhole uh so what are your plans after cambodia if you know whenever that happens in an ideal world i would um the borders would open eventually the borders in southeast asia i'm not under any illusions with europe or the u.s i think um they're, they have it a little bit worse than we do down here. So hopefully the borders down here will open soon and I'll be able to make my way to Thailand. I, I've lived in Chiang Mai before, and so I think that if I'm going to move on from Cambodia, whenever that happens, whenever that's safe, I would like to go back to Chiang Mai, Thailand, which is a place that I consider to be a home away, a home away from home. And I don't even know what will happen after that. Hopefully I'll be able to return to some something resembling the lifestyle I had before because I love the life that I live and it's kind of becoming impossible at the moment. So hopefully things gradually start to return to where I can resume my life. Yeah, I think we all kind of want something like that. Do you think that things are going to go back to what we would consider normal like before or do you think it's still going to be, you know, a, something that is changed forever now? What do you think the future is going to hold generally for everyone? Yeah, I've contemplated this a lot. Um, take everything I say with a grain of salt, though, but I've contemplated this a lot. I've read things about how we may be living with social distancing of some form for the next two years, possibly. It takes about, I think the fastest vaccination that's ever been created took four years. I think it was MERS or something like that. So I think that we're going to be living with some element of caution that wasn't there before for quite some time. And I also, the the thing, when the lockdowns first started happening, one of the things that I started contemplating immediately and even looking at the astrology of was 9-11, because that was the last event that I could think of that really dramatically changed the way that we travel. And I was thinking about how much airport security changed after 9-11. Yeah, everything changed. Yeah, everything. Yeah, exactly. And I was trying to imagine how they might add different security measures to travel in response to a global pandemic that was basically spread by travel. So, yeah, those are my guesses, but it's hard. There's so much unknown. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I agree. It's very unknown. I could see it being uh, maybe we go through different quarantine periods randomly uh, whenever we, I don't know, it depends on how we handle this new pandemic, you know, like Yeah. I was virus. listening to an interview the vaccinations. with... vaccinations. How does that work? How are we going to get it? Apparently we can get vaccinated, but we... If we can get it multiple times, uh, yeah, I think... Well, like the flu being, vaccine, too, yeah. you get it every year. That's true. Yeah, you're yeah. absolutely right. Um, so, yeah, maybe that's... There's, I think there's a lot of confusion about that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But we'll see how it goes. We'll see. I was listening to an interview with an infectious disease expert who said that we might be like... It might be that things open up and then the infection rate rises and we go back into lockdown and then we open... And it's kind of like a... Yeah, like a like wave just going... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. You know, this month or for a few months, we're okay, but, you know, oh shit, our rates are starting to go up, everybody going to lockdown. It might be just a part of life for at least a period of time now. We'll see. It's a weird time, though. Yeah. Uh, have you, uh, so have you learned anything new or experienced anything new or insightful from anyone else or during your time here? Oh, wow. I mean... Being quarantined for a month with 15 straight, there's there's 15 total of us, right? Uh, at least consistently, at least. yeah. Maybe 15 or 16. But being being quarantined with all of you guys was, I mean, I've never experienced anything like this in my entire life. It was like a mix between like Big Brother and I don't know, but um, <laughs> you really learn a lot through living with a bunch of strangers during a global pandemic. And I, I feel like I've learned something, like from you, I've learned so much about Taoism and Chinese philosophy in China. I knew nothing about China before I met you. Um, and from Alba, I've learned so much about naturopathy and medical astrology. And I think it's really cool how we've been able to share with each other. And then also just existing with people from all over the world and learning how to navigate language and culture that's something that i do on a regular basis as a traveler but i've never had to do it with like living with a bunch of people yeah yeah it's definitely if there's you know the experience of traveling um especially when you're a solo traveler you really have to either put yourself out there to connect with people uh but even then sometimes it's very short term you know very fleeting you don't get an opportunity often to make very close bonds but we've been forced here together for a month, but we've been here together for almost three months. Uh, yeah, I think it has been a good experience overall. Yeah, I do actually appreciate the opportunity to get closer to all of you, because that is something that I don't often get to do. I meet people, and I become acquaintances with them, and then I say goodbye, and we, part, we go our separate ways. So yeah. this has been special for me. Yeah, it's opened up a lot of opportunities. This podcast would not exist right now. If it weren't for the quarantine and us being quarantined together. Amazing. <laughs> so. Okay, well, uh, do you have any words of wisdom or a personal philosophy that you would like to pass on to other travelers? One of the things that I've really learned here is that when you live a lifestyle where travel is a, a main part of that lifestyle, it's very difficult to really know what to do in a time like this. It's difficult to know where home is. And something I've had to really lean on is a lot of people had opinions on what I should be doing. Like my parents were like, come home. And like people had a lot of different insights on what I should be doing. But I had at the end of the day had to follow my own gut. And I think that's maybe my main life philosophy is trust your own instincts and follow your gut and listen to people's advice. But at the end of the day, like you have to trust yourself. Yeah, you have to follow your own path. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, even I got constant uh, you know, come back home, you can stay with me from this fan friend, mm -hmm. or, 
hey, I don't know how things are going on over there, but if you need someplace to stay, you can come stay with me. And I was thinking, I think I am where I need to be right now. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I'm still here. Yeah, same. And, yeah, and when it's time for me to go to the next spot, I'll feel it, and that's where I'll go. But, you know, going back home, maybe it's good for some, but for me, I mean, yeah, it's just kind of taking a step backwards. I think a lot of people kind of feel that way too. At least most of the Americans here. I mean, well, there's four Americans here, yeah. Yeah, there's four of us. You, me, Frank, and Marla. Yeah. And we'll meet Frank and Marla hopefully uh, in a different episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll meet all of the Americans, and then yeah, we'll go through everybody. All right. Well, thank you very much, Francesca. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Hopefully this turns out good. We've actually got something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Francesca also has a, a podcast, and she does. Um, do you do do astro- astrology as like I wouldn't say a business, but do, do you promote yeah, yourself? Okay. Yeah, it's it is. I I am a working astrologer. Okay, that would. Be yeah, I do have an astrology business. Okay, do you have uh, what? What's your podcast? Would you like to, to, to put your your podcast in your? astrology you're working sure. astrology yeah. yeah so my podcast is called time personified and it's basically everywhere that you'll find a podcast except youtube i don't get i get that question a lot it's on itunes spotify stitcher all of those of google podcasts it's on a lot of platforms just search for time personified and then if you want to know more about my astrology services and me you can go to francescamamlin.com all right cool so francesca mamlin time personified is her podcast you check that out yeah, and we will talk to you all next time on the Campot Quarantine Podcast. Beautiful. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Campot Quarantine Podcast. And as always, a big thank you to Campot Cambodia and Mama and her family and everyone at the Campot River Bungalows. We love you all. Until next time, stay healthy, everyone.